Podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the new entertainment system to bring you just two of the over 56 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And as always, we are joined by a very special guest. You may know her from her streams where she'll mix your shit up in Ninjala. She's a cosplayer, a karaoke enthusiast, and has beaten Hungrybox in Smash Ultimate Online. It's Debbie Hill. How's it going? Hi, nice to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You're like a, a, a big Smash person and karaoke person. This is what this is what Cam tells me. What is your go-to like karaoke jam? I guess like there's no karaoke now, right? Yeah. So the, like you can't Yeah, I mean I guess you could do like Twitch sings or something, but other than that, yeah. yeah. What is your like go-to? I was like trying to think like, is there could you do like the World of Light theme song in karaoke <laughs> or something like that? But I would if they had it for selection. Yeah, that's fair. But I would say my go-to, I always have to start out with some Evanescence, I do. Hell yeah. That's, that's, yeah, like, my, yeah, that's yeah. like my vocal warm-up is Evanescence. And then I go gotcha. into like the darkness, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Okay. So some like uh, some like dark operatic stuff. Fuck yeah. Just fucking bust out some Nightwish at karaoke. Love that. Oh my god. Oh, I actually haven't tried them yet. That's a good idea for when everything calms down. Hell yeah. Hey, I got you. I got you. I'll dedicate it to you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But this is not a podcast about dark melodic uh, metal. This is a podcast <laughs> where a robot makes his video games. So now it is time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. My game is really dumb. Great. Uh, mine is a Tony Hawk game that is a stealth game, but it's a gritty reboot. So when I rolled that, I immediately thought, like, what if you are... Tony Hawk or Bam Margera or whoever, and you like actually have to sneak into the places like you have to sneak into that warehouse where you are <laughs> skating In you, you go into that abandoned mall or whatever, and you have to like actually mm. sneak past security guards or um, I don't know how gritty this reboot is. Maybe there's vampires. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> like we could make it as gritty or post apocalyptic as we want to but that was sort of my my main thing that i thought of with that is like mm. young tony hawk sneaking into places that he should not be uh in order to do some some skating i i kind of like the idea of going with kind of the tone that they set in the new remake like the mall in that like in the tony hawk one mall in the remake it's post-quarantine now. <laughs> it's like completely overgrown, like it's completely abandoned. Nobody's there at certain points. And this is the thing that I kind of want to jump off of. At certain points, you can just hear the emergency alert system tone going off. Oh, oh which my is God. fucked up. It's terrifying. And like it raises a lot more questions than the game provides answers. <laughs> Okay. So, like, what happened to this mall? Because, like, if it was just overgrown and, like, abandoned, sure, whatever. That happens all the time. That makes sense. Nobody's going to malls. But the fact that there is some sort of emergency really fucks me up. Maybe that's the world we're in. Like, maybe mm. there's, like, some sort of skate skateboarding-based apocalypse or emergency <laughs> or something like that. Tony Hawk's underground bunker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god yeah that's that is one million percent gonna be like totally an american wasteland also applies too right, right? yeah like, <laughs> american nuclear wasteland oh my god yeah that's perfect so 
Debbie, where do you think we can go? Like, I guess mechanics wise, maybe we're introducing combat into this because it's it's stealth. And if you run into fucking zombie Paul Blart in the, in the mall, and you gotta <laughs> you gotta and you gotta do some judo moves or or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to 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 uh to incorporate your your fighting game uh your prowess into into this to see if Tony Hawk is a Soul Calibur character. What would they do? Well, actually, in Ninjala, there is a skateboard weapon. Ooh. So uh, hey. you gain attack by performing tricks. So you oh, could do shit. performing tricks as normal in a Tony Hawk game, and then that would boost your attack power. And then your attacks literally are kick flipping people and oh, yeah. uh, just whacking them with the board in general. Yo, so, do I need to start playing Ninjala? <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of Tony Hawk building meter by doing tricks and then like doing like a skateboard based like SRK into Paul Blart's face. Like that <laughs> oh, rules. Oh my God. What do you think the special meter is, you know? Like- yeah, <laughs> doing Hadoukens, but it's just a big skateboard wheel. Um, <laughs> you know Chun-Li would be like the best skateboarder of 100%. all time. Yeah. She would She would do the 9,000. Like- yeah, she's got the leg strength to pull that shit off for sure. For and then Dan would just be a hoverboard. Oh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, so so fuck it. We are now we are now making a Street Fighter skating game Great. that also has stealth elements. Like fuck it, I'm changing like Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk in the spiritual sense. But I'm just trying to think of like fighting game characters in general. Like maybe it's Street Fighter, maybe it's like I said, it's Soul Calibur because the weapons they get up on stage at the Game Awards or whatever, and the the director says like, "Does your soul still burn?" And then it cuts to Tony Hawk with like a. <laughs> A skateboard hitting Geralt in the face with a skateboard that rules. This kind of gives me like uh, Lethal League vibes, actually. Oh, okay. So like Lethal League is like a side scrolling. It plays kind of like a fighter, but the goal is there's this ball that you have to like knock around and it increases speed and you can do different techniques and you try to like hit the other players with the baseball that's like bouncing around. Okay. It's like fighting dodgeball. Basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. it's like fighting dodgeball, but like ridiculous and over the top. It's got this like kind of jet set esque art style. So like, I'm kind of getting that vibe because there's like characters in that game that like, instead of like hitting with a bat, they have a skateboard that they like ride around on and just like hit the ball really fast. Uh, you can do like tricks with them to like your kickflip can like hit the ball and like launch it into somebody's face. That kind of a vibe where you're like doing combos by like doing like a Benihana off of this dude's fucking face or something <laughs> rules. You do corner circle kick and like yeah. you like. <laughs> what if it was like ssx except for they had like the guest characters you know that mario peach and everything like these mm-hmm. hyper cartoonish characters against all yeah. the realistic people i love that what if we kept it tony hawk but then you know had the guest characters i absolutely adore that that sounds great you know ryu would be like no i'm going to go in the mountains and get very very good at skateboarding <laughs> like, shirtless bearded ryu with a skateboard is like very very funny to me because most skateboarders are not built like that i like the idea of a crossover skateboarding game but i also think like the stealth aspect of it which is hilarious to me because i don't think ryu would be good at stealth at all <laughs> i think that's really cool though like having a crossover thing where it's like Debbie was saying with uh, SSX with the guest characters. Is this going to be like A, B? Like, are you going to be doing skating and then fighting? Or is it going to be almost like random encounters like Pokemon? Like you're grinding mm. on a rail and then fucking Paul Blart on a on a Segway comes out. <laughs> it does like Chrono Trigger. It goes into a battle sequence from there. Like, what do, what do you think? I mean, if Paul Blart kick flipped on a Segway, then I'm out. Like, I, he immediately wins that fight. There's just... Yeah, that sounds like a Beatrix battle to me. Yeah. The classic like Street Fighter uh continue screens where they're all bloody like bam margera <laughs> with like a swollen shut eye <laughs> so every single episode of viva la bam got it boss fight against don Vito or whoever the hell was in that show 
choosing your character like it's a street fighter thing like with the classic street fighter 2 like sounds and then choosing your level and it just goes Japan. And then you fight, <laughs> you fly over there and go into, I don't know, the abandoned Tokyo Tower or something like mm-hmm. that. And you have to grind down the entire like length of the, of the Tokyo Tower. I think that kind of rules. Where could we go with this, though? Like we're, we're doing these levels, not maybe not necessarily story wise, but like what is the end boss of t- Tony Hawk's Underground Bunker uh, <laughs> final mix or whatever the hell I'm going to call this? <laughs> Alpha. Alpha Arcade Gold Edition EA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Knuckles Jr. and 3 and Watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, turbo. Right. <laughs> With new funky mode featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Fun fact, those two are definitely twists we have in the robot. So. Yeah, we do have a funky mode and and an and Knuckles twist in the robot. I mean, who are always the antagonists of every Tony Hawk game, if not the cops? Right. You know, right. like maybe be like you can fuck up officer dick because he's like the cop in like a lot of those games <laughs> so like i don't know maybe it is like kind of a weird like almost jet set radio thing where you're fucking trying to get places and do things but like the cops are trying to stop you so you got to fuck them up or something which i'm super game for maybe the maybe like the shadowloo people like the the bad guys in street fighter if you, if you don't know like i wonder if they're just like mall cops in this and it's just like it's not necessarily literally the Street Fighter characters step through a portal. This is just like an alternate universe where sure. M. Bison is just like the head of mall security. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he still floats. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and he's got his like psycho cutter moves or whatever the hell yeah. uh, he does. Balrog is he's mall security, but he still wears the like <laughs> the gloves and shit. That's just his style. Could you imagine operating a walkie talkie with this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a step. We have a step. Damn Vega trying to use it with his claws. <laughs> oh my god, that's very good. I'm glad we went with Street Fighter um, for this because it fits a little bit more than Soul Calibur. Like Nightmare as a <laughs> as a rent-a-cop is like not compatible. I really want to see Blanca in like a security suit. <gasps> Blanca's a good guy though, man. I know, but I just think it'd be really funny. That's it. That's the joke. <laughs> well, it is a stealth game, so maybe you take Ooh. the suit as a disguise. There you go. Blanca goes and then undercover. We can have Blanca in a Blanca in a suit. Blanca, the subtlest of all Street Fighter characters. <laughs> um, yeah, you you sneak by fucking fucking M Bison as Blanca in like a suit with <laughs> his green skin and like red hair behind him. He's like electric. That is like big Hitman energy. Yeah, Hitman, <laughs> dude. Blanca as a skateboarding character, though, like I imagine you could do like I'm putting on my like actual game design mind here doing puzzles with Blanca's electricity, like skateboarding. Like you need to open the top hatch of the mall observatory. I don't know why they have that, but (laughs) what a fucking mall is this? You do like a grinding move on some kind of electrical wires with Blanca and that opens up a new area that you can go to. And then, like, Dalsim is there. Dalsim would be a fucking really good skateboarding character, too. Agreed. He's got, yep. the, the, like, stretchy shit and mm-hmm. yoga fire and shit. And his skateboarding ability is yoga flames. Yes. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many Street Fighter 2s. I'm, like, looking up, at like, the games for the most ridiculous name that we can, like, tack on to this. But I think this is going to be Tony Hawk's Underground Bunker Alpha... <laughs> So, so Tony Hawk's Underground Bunker, Third Strike Arcade Edition Ultra, <laughs> for 
for all current consoles, um, a, a stealth game where you are Street Fighter characters in this post-apocalyptic world that apparently have to fight against other members of Street Fighter's roster that are mall cops. Uh, and they can come out and basically do random encounters where you go into like a 2D fighting thing where the meter that you've built up from your tricks, you can convert into into uh, sick moves to to clown on some some mall cops. And you know what? We need that this year. Like, yeah. I think I think I, I would so. love. To, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see Chun-Li like. Well, wouldn't she be a cop, though? Because mm. she is a cop in the game. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I don't want her to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's stealth. That's her. She stealth. has more influence as a character over the cops and exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she has a lower encounter rate because of her yeah. uh, her background. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, perfect. Um, and then we'll get fucking versus Tatsunoko in there at some point yeah, too with the guy yeah. with the bird costume or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, so that is going to be our first perfect game for the day. So we're going to take a quick break and come back at you with another brand new, never before seen game. And we are back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never before seen game. Cam, hit it. All right. Uh, I'm sorry in advance for this one. Uh, This is a Pokemon Snap game that is made by Hideo Kojima, but there is a large branching storyline. Sorry, Nate. If, if this Wait, is an why, audio... is that, why is that a but for Hideo? Because I feel like that's a given. <laughs> I was just going to say, all of Kojima's games are on rails anyway. Fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Shit. That's hilarious. What I'm thinking in terms of, like, the gameplay loop is, like, you know how, like, you know, Pokemon Snap is, like, a very on-rails game and, like, you know... Like, literally, they're literally, actually rails literally, that you yeah. are on. Yeah. <laughs> you could do, like, okay, well, if you take a picture of, like, this Pokemon or, like, do this one thing, like, you have, like, one chance to, like, go through it, but then you can't go back to it again. And then it, like, changes what happens after that and, like, certain different things happen. So, like, oh, I took this really good picture of this Squirtle or, like... Oh, maybe I did this thing in this level. Like, oh, I hit this particular Pokemon with a pester ball and now it's mad at me and it's going to follow me and try and fuck me up for the rest of the game or something. But also, like, it's Kojima, so it's just going to be really weird and probably not great. <laughs> It'll be fine. I don't know. It's, it's hard to do wrong by the Pokemon series. They have very few misses. Sure. Yeah, and the, and the, the like, side games for Pokemon are pretty much all cool in their own way. Yeah. Pokemon Conquest, though? When are we getting another? Yeah, dude. I, I say that like every other episode <laughs> on this show. You just activated uh, Nate's code word. Like, give me Pokemon Conquest. He's like, oh, what? Hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are going to be, since it's on rails and it's Kojima mm-hmm. and it's going to be all like super heady and all that. I enjoy the idea of like, that's your one chance that you get. Like mm-hmm. you're on this big, <laughs> taking Death Stranding energy and like you're going across the country you can't stop mm-hmm. like your run is your run yep sort of like how um i guess kind of like i mean i mean take a shot but star fox 64 <laughs> um where you know you have like a two hour one one hour two hour run and then that's it mm-hmm. and then maybe you can go back and be like oh okay i i did the surfing pikachu so then lapras came over here and then lapras gave me a ride to another island and that's how that went yeah i'm thinking like if we want to put like some super you know big galaxy brain like kojima metaphor on top of it like you only get one shot at like seeing these things in the world and like you know love is about appreciation not possession which is why you're taking these pictures to remember the moment and like it's all about keeping those memories but if you don't pay attention you're gonna lose them forever 
Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, that sounds par for the course. Yeah, totally. Ship it. Yeah, ship, ship, ship it. Right it. Yep. Ship it. Game's done. We did it. <laughs> but then, of course, you have to have like the crazy periphery that comes along with it. Sure. Right. The thing that makes me embarrassed to talk about how much I liked like Metal Gear Solid 5 is like, <laughs> okay. so yeah, no, I know quiet is bullshit. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry he did that. Yeah, no, there's going to be like some sort of like embarrassing periphery thing that mm -hmm. makes you not. It's probably just going to be that it's too preachy. Like that was kind of Death Stranding's problem was that it was like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. This is very deep. Thank you. Thank you, Kojima. Thank yeah. you. Please <laughs> let me go. I'm just trying to deliver a pizza, dog. Just let me do that, please. I'm trying to deliver a hat to Conan O'Brien before I have to pull my toenail off, which is a real thing you do in that game, which is fucking crazy. Sometimes you just need to deliver a pizza and there's no overarching metaphor. People just get hungry. It's okay. But hungry for what, Cam? Oh, fuck. Hungry yeah. for what? <laughs> fuck, I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> Take my cheese pizza with extra meaning. Thank you. What does it mean to <laughs> hunger? <laughs> fuck. I hate this so much. Um, I mean, like, in, in Pokemon Snap, you, like, make birds hatch from eggs. Mm -hmm. You you make Charmeleons go into lava. You, like, make Slowpoke get bit. You start a cult of Vulpix. Yeah. Because yeah. they like apples. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same, but... You make mag you incite you incite conflict with the magmar. Man, Pokemon Snap's kind of shitty to Pokemon, huh? I mean, there is an item called the Pester Ball. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's a metaphor about how humanity <laughs> destroys nature. All right. Okay. Okay. You built a track through this. It's right, yeah. right. We built a track through it, and like we're just going through, and like in order to like continue as a human race, we have to you know expand our reach and everything. But like, what does that mean for the nature that we're taking out? Like, what does it mean if, like, okay, well, we can get this, like, better picture if we put this fucking slowpoke near some water and its ass gets bit? Like, you know, <laughs> what's what's that mean? Like, the slowpoke might not want that. He could have been fine as it is. But we, as humanity, we made that he happen. Could've, he could have wanted a pizza. That's right. <laughs> we didn't deliver him pizza. We delivered him a fundamental change of his way of life. And maybe that's not what he wanted. We delivered him purpose. <laughs> I hate this fucking show. <laughs> okay, so this is big, like, Pokemon, like, Sun and Moon, slash, I guess a little bit of X and Y, where yeah. it's like, do we use the Pokemon? Do we leave them alone in their yeah. habitat? Like, <laughs> invasive species. It's almost like you'd be telling a black and white, because... Totally, yeah. Those versions, they had, like, Ooh. life versus ideals, mm -hmm. or truth versus ideals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, basically, it'd probably be something like that, mm. considering the, the road we've gone down so far. So this is yeah. Pokemon Gray. Boo. And that's super Kojima. 100%. Shit, too, yeah. Right? Like, that's. No, the name sucks, which is why it's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon Shades of Grey, where you. I hate it so like, much. Nothing, nothing says anything. It's just everybody saying, like, poetic things to the camera. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this probably has meaning. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, you, you, take your, you take your photos to Professor Oak, and he's like, you were close, but what does it mean to be close? Like, what is a. <laughs> real, <what does> a <laughs> real, real talk, though, as, like, somebody who, like, actually studied photography, Professor Oak has, like, shit understanding of what is a good photo. I just want to wow. get that out there publicly. <laughs> like, he really does. He, like, Not fucking, every photo has to be directly in the center. There's the rule of thirds, Oak. Rule of thirds exists. <laughs> for a reason god damn it's it so so oh my god <laughs> fuck you professor oak <laughs> wonderful yeah uh, mm. wait <laughs> cam and i have been talking about wanting a like remakes of of uh well gen 4 but also gen 5 um because that world is so cool and like the the story with n is so cool mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and that would that would be the game i didn't cry you cry 
<laughs> yeah, that would be the game that Kojima would be like, 100%. I want to do that. Well, yeah. Because it's the most like, what? what is a Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> are they really our partners or are they our Ooh. slaves? Like, <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah. yeah. Like I'm the king of team plasma. What the fuck is that even? Um, so you're going through like the, the like electric cave that was in that game, mm -hmm. which ruled dude, Pokemon. Like every time we do a Pokemon game, I get distracted and I just start thinking about how cool Pokemon is. Dude, and then same. I can't do the show. Completely <laughs> 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 same. <laughs> I wonder if you could have like a partner Pokemon with you. Mm -hmm that affects the surroundings like if you have like one of the like a th like a three starter mm -hmm. scenario where if you have like a water type pokemon potentially you can water plants or put out fires or whatever and if you have a fire type pokemon you can start fires to burn down brush or whatever to get your different your different paths uh, i really am just putting Star Fox 64 energy into this mm -hmm. big time but <laughs> I mean like that kind of it has like the same flow of what we're going for though so like that totally makes sense like you make decisions in the middle of a level they're both on rail shooters <laughs> right and like you you know oh well this like sends you over to like this route or something well what about like if we uh going off of like that stranding mm -hmm. how they you basically could affect how you traveled by how much you carried or what you what mm -hmm. method of travel you did what if your partner Pokemon Ooh. affected how you traveled Mm, so if yeah. you had an electric Pokemon, you can more easily use like the vehicles. Or if you had a water type Pokemon, you could more easily use like hydro powered vehicles or mm -hmm. things like that. Or yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, you could go faster on the track like with that that upgrade if you had like yeah. a Pikachu or whatever. Which like could be a good or a bad thing depending on where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't go too fast, or else you won't appreciate the exactly, that you're exactly. <laughs> Sometimes human efficiency <laughs> is detrimental to the enjoyment and the ecosystems of life. You know, total non sequitur. But what the fuck was Porygon doing in that level in, <laughs> in Snap? Like Porygon, the Pokemon that was created in a computer, he is hiding like clipped into a mountain and you hit it with a thing and it jumps out and presses a button. Like, what the fuck was Porygon doing there? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I just thought about that. I was like, wait a minute. Fucking Porygon has like active camouflage from Halo or some shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, if we're going off with the life as a simulation theory, then mm. there you go. We're all already in a computer. <laughs> Dude, so. okay. Okay. The fact that this could entirely be a simulation is the most Kojima bullshit I've ever heard. Oh, my God. Like, that's the twist at the end. Pokemon snap back to reality. <laughs> Shut oh, the no. fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like you get to the end and you fight either or you, you take pictures of like Reshiram or Zekrom or something like that or, or Kurem or whatever. What's the, the scientist Colress with mm. the weird, stupid, like sharp hair? Yeah. The planet Saturn hair? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Getsus is there with his robe and his like staff and shit too. Getsus um, is fucked. Man, Pokemon fucking rules. It's so good. It's so good. Okay, so Pokemon snap back to reality. Jesus Christ. The game by Hideo Kojima. Wait, what was the twist of this again? Uh, that it's uh, branching narrative. Branching narrative. Okay. Yeah. You know, like one of them you could expose that it's a simulation and the other one you could just like loop back and forth forever, you know? <laughs> oh my God. We did a fucking red pill, blue pill about God. the snap. I lose my mind. <laughs> we did the fucking Truman show. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> oh my God. Well, cool. So Pokemon Snap Back to Reality, the video game by Hideo Kojima, uh, that is a Pokemon Snap style game wherein you have a 
partner Pokemon that will affect your traversal, whether it's, you know, putting out fires, starting fires, whatever. And you take pictures and you feel you feel very much about everything that you do because it's a Hideo Kojima game. You do different runs and apparently you're in a simulation because uh, Porygon lets you know that you're in a simulation, I guess. I'm like (laughs) kind of into the idea that like along different paths, though, like there are like different Porygon and they like appear in weird spots and like the game doesn't explicitly tell you that it's a simulation until like the very end, depending on what path you're on. But like they're fucking warning you along the way. Yeah, like they're they're Porygon Z, like yeah, straight totally. up. Like they're the yeah. they're the ones that are like, kill me. Like yeah, they're, <laughs> they're the ones that are in trouble. Like, you, you got any more of that that realism? <laughs> <laughs> any more of that dubious disc? <laughs> that rules, Jesus Christ. And it's it, Pokemon is another one of those things where if you think about just the world or even the the things in it for more than five seconds, you're like that's really fucked up. Like apparently Slugma is hotter than the sun or Mm -hmm. as hot as the sun or something like that. Every ghost Pokemon is just an absolutely fucking existential nightmare. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Phantom is literally like children. Like a stolen kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking people are like Litwick is so cute and I want one, but if you have one, they fucking kill you. Like it's a, it's a way of like Like Yamask or whatever too. Oh God. Fuck man. They used like explicitly used to be a person that does remember Mm. being a person. (laughs) No thanks. And then they evolve and turn into a coffin, which is like, oh, that's that's some weird irony there for you. Even even the most innocent and pure of ghost Pokemon, in my opinion, like backstory wise, it's it's Gengar. But even then, you're like, you're just a dead Clefable, though. Like you mm-hmm. are specifically like you are just a purple Clefable that has a weird tongue. Like that's your <laughs> thing. It's terrifying. Well, his Pokedex entry is terrifying too, because it's like if there's a chill in the air, don't run. It's too late. Gengar has found you, or something Fuck, like that. It's I like, know, yeah. Like it why? Will, this is a children's will, game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Satoshi Tajiri, what is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> the Pokedex entries are maybe my favorite part of Pokemon, honestly, because they are just so wild and fucked, and they're like, "Fuck it, here, here you go. Go out into the world, my ten-year-old <laughs> child, and acquire these dangerous creatures." Right. <laughs> Like, here, let's give this 10-year-old fucking the gods of time and space. <laughs> like, fucking sure. Or even just, like, a lizard that is always on fire. Right! <laughs> like, right. Let's give that to a kid. Cool. This mouse is really cute, but he's gonna electrocute the shit out of you. You're 10. Have fun. He will stop your heart. Right. A lot. Amazing. Perfect. We have to stop talking about Pokemon. <laughs> for hours. Three hours later. Basically. Yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> That is going to bring us to the end of our program for today. But first, we're going to go over some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener-submitted ideas to be installed into the robot for use in future episodes. And remember, you can submit words to us by tweeting us at at the NES pod or posting in our SGS Discord, the link for which is in the description. Uh, And we we are out of suggestions. We need more suggestions. So, Cam, what do we got this week? This week, we have uh, the twist that the game features bonus games or levels. Um, We also have the twist that clues for the game are on the back of the game box. Think like a Metal Gear Solid. Yep. Uh, (laughs) That was submitted to us by at Compenderizer on Twitter. Uh, And then uh, we also added uh, the McDonald's McKids uh, to the robot. Uh, And a part of the reason we did that is because we have another show that is hosted by yours truly, where we basically talk about uh, the cursed arcane knowledge and origins of your favorite and least favorite corporate food mascots. 
Um, it's a terrible time. It's called Hamburg Lore. It's uh, my Sisyphean torment to do that show. Um, so please go listen to it. Otherwise, my life no longer has any meaning. And if it's it's a Sisyphean fucking torment, but it is over. The first season yes. of it is over. Yes. So there's a, there's a six episode chunk that you can go and learn about anything from um, Betty Crocker to uh, Mr. Peanut to the Hamburglar himself. Yeah. It's uh talk about the Kool-Aid man and how fucked up that is. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Another thing, if you think about for more than five seconds, you're like, that's fucked up. But uh, basically this show <laughs> has ruined me. So please go listen to it. Otherwise, you know, I, I right. have been ruined for nothing. Yes. <laughs> anyway, that brings our potential game total to uh, 56,604,760 games. Ah. Just too many. It's too many. <laughs> too, too many. This show too is our Sisyphean tournament. Sounds like my backlog, honestly. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> man. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> like, thank God some of the new, the, new, the new consoles have, like, backwards compatibility because, like, I would have just, like, wrote off my entire backlog. It's like, well, you're done. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I do with the PS3. Like, all right, sayonara, dude. Debbie, thank you so much for guessing today. Where can people hear slash see more of you? Um, well, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sovereign Sid, and that's S-Y-D. You can also find me on Twitter at the same handle. I am a variety streamer focused mainly on Nintendo Switch and PC. Sick. That's the thing. Like I like the the world needs more people that are just like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do Nintendo games. I like that a lot. Oh yeah. Uh thank you so much for listening everyone. If you would be so inclined, we'd really appreciate a subscribe and a positive review on whatever platform you're on. Um and if you want more podcasts from Cam and I like Hamburg Lore or the upcoming Everything Ranked, um, you can check out at some good shows on Twitter or some good shows.biz. I can be found at, at Victory Position on Twitter. And I can be found at, at The Camdy Man. And this has been the new Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, how do you brush a Gyarados' teeth? Very carefully. <laughs> 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 <laughs>